0: figure podcast and welcome back to the squared circle action figure podcast as you heard from the great joel gertner i'm your host will the thrill and
1: i am your co-host joe static
0: yes static and happy thanksgiving to everybody out there or i should say maybe happy belated thanksgiving because obviously this podcast will drop on saturday the saturday after thanksgiving so hopefully Joe has shaved his head down the middle, <laughs> crashed his car into the house. I'm, I'm doing it. Went out for the Black Friday fig hunt, crashed his car back into the house, and fell asleep really nice in, in bed. What do you think, Joe? Are you going to do it?
1: I'm predicting that. Uh, it's probably going to happen. I got the Clippers ready. I got my uh, mother-in-law's car ready, too. I didn't want to say that too loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man you might ask... as well throw the fucking father-in-law in there too right they're both get, get both their cars <laughs> i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna ask to run to the store real quick in her car and you know what's gonna happen after that
0: oh what
1: a rush
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah that's my prediction <laughs> oh uh, that's my prediction probably nothing's gonna happen i'm gonna fall asleep early like a loser and that'll be it but you're uh you're having some peeps over yeah cooking the dinner
0: yeah we're you know by the time this airs we 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 will have some peeps over cooking the dinner relaxing just hanging out man you know just hanging out taking a load off i'm gonna kind of as you've been seeing folks through the past couple of days kind of you know Take the finger off the phone a little bit. You're not going to get as much Instagram posts, et cetera, et cetera, throughout these next couple of days. Don't worry. We're still around. It's just, you know, I think it's time. Like, obviously, we want to be on hunts and we want to do some fig hunt stuff. and But it's time to relax, time to kind of just, just, you know, spend some time with the family, be very, very thankful for uh, what we all have and and go from there. So I'm very thankful, Joe. I think you're very thankful gotta love everybody that subscribes to this podcast and you can subscribe to this podcast on all major podcast platforms including podbean itunes google podcasts stitcher TuneIn, and spotify and we will be very thankful if you write a review and if you write a review we're going to repost it on our instagram and twitter accounts at sqd circle afp joe i told you we were going to repost. All reviews, and we got a one-star review, and I reposted it as you saw,
1: <laughs> dude. It was honestly so damn funny to read; I couldn't stop laughing at it. That that's some shit. I that's some shit I would do.
0: Of course you would. You'd be in there trolling. You'd be, you know. Uh, I I don't even know why he made an Iron Sheik reference, calling us jabronis like Hulk Hogan. That made absolutely no sense
1: i know it's so corny i just can't even imagine like no thought went into that
0: no none whatsoever and i'm happy we don't have uh, that person listening to this podcast so with that said they do listen to another podcast which we will not name here oh god because this is our thanksgiving day episode and we will You know, we'll be very thankful today. But thank you for your wonderful one star review. And uh, we gave you a big one, too. So, again, (laughs) if you write a review, we're going to repost it on the Instagram and Twitter accounts at SQD Circle AFP. And go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SQD Circle AFP, because, I mean, that's it. That's where we repost everything. You're going to get all the latest news updates, especially on Twitter. You're gonna get wrestling fig hunts on Instagram. You're gonna get photos of mail calls and new receivings, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SQD Circle AFP. And Joe, it's almost here. We are going to have our debut YouTube live stream, the ultimate wrestling figures of 2020 i'm pumped up are you pumped up baby
1: i'm pretty damn amped up too so far i know we're working on you know how the show the youtube live stream is going to look uh but i'm you know i went down a little bit of a different road i bought a chainsaw i got a couple baseball bats and i got a couple golf clubs so i'm gonna be bringing all that by
0: that's okay and you can i mean as long as you pay for all the damages, you can do whatever the <laughs> hell you want, my friend.
1: I figure the golf clubs. I'm going to knock everything off your kitchen counters. Maybe the baseball bat through a window. You know, chainsaw on your, your couch. A couple things like that.
0: Yeah, I think I got those argon windows or something. So I don't even know if those damn things break. You know, I you know, like I, I who the hell knows? I will break them. <laughs>
1: you know, now's the time. What a what a perfect time to test that out live.
0: Uh, live on the YouTube live stream. So this will be all kidding aside. Very fun, guys. We're going to be amped up. We are going to be reviewing our ultimate figures of 2020. So we'll do like a top 10 list. And I think we'll do some notables. We'll kind of, you know, give some rules here and there. But in all honesty, Joe, I think it's just going to be some of our favorite figures of 2020, what we think are the best of the best, right? The ultimates, right?
1: The ultimates, you know, our countdown, you know, top 10 of the year. Like you said, maybe we'll discuss a couple other figure lines for the fun of it. Uh, some of our top figures of the year, just as a side side piece. But uh, yeah, we'll be going down the top 10 best wrestling figures that we think of the year.
0: Yeah that we think are the best of the year. And, you know, we'll do some giveaways. I think we'll throw in a few giveaways there. I like three, so we'll probably have about three giveaways. We'll do some trivia, which will be fun, too. It's funny. I've been watching 1992 WWF, and there's a lot of good trivia from 1992. May throw a couple questions in there that just was like, wow, okay, that would be a great question. So we'll do some giveaways there as well. So don't forget to go over to our YouTube channel, the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast on YouTube. You can find the actual link in our Instagram profile. So go over to Instagram at SQDCircleAFP, go to our profile, and you can click that link to our YouTube channel. Subscribe, hit the subscribe button, and you'll be good to go. And it'll be on Twitter too. I think it's already there. And yeah, Joe, so... With all that said, and, and with those giveaways, I want to start off here. It's Thanksgiving. We're very thankful for obviously having this podcast. We're very thankful that we have listeners that are listening to this podcast. Other than your aunt and your uncle, <laughs> my second cousin, you know, I mean, so th- we're very thankful because of that. But there's a lot that in there's a lot going on around Thanksgiving, right? The mainly the the spending of obscene amount of money right so we have a bunch of sales just to start right off because we're talking about giveaways ringside collectibles just released their black friday sales now nothing much up there you know some notables you know that i would pick right off the bat but keep in mind traditionally they'll do probably some door busters they'll have a cyber monday sale etc etc
1: yeah i'm gonna check it out i know it went up you know i haven't Giving it a look, I feel like years back, it might have been 2018, maybe even 17, you could order like full sets of elites. Uh maybe they just had so many of them at the time. I remember getting a full box. You know, they sent me the whole box right, right to my door. And I was like, wow, man, this sale is great. You can get full sets for like 35 bucks. I remember it was like 35 or 45 bucks for the full set, man. It was like insanity. Um, you know, times have changed, I guess, in a couple of years.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think you're going to find anything like that now. It's I think it's tough to even keep a full set in stock these days. You know, I mean, it's just I don't see them up there very often. You know, They, they come and they go and then and then that's it. But there's some notables. I did peruse it again. We're recording this a little early on Wednesday evening. So I perused it and I thought the Dead Man's Revenge was a great price. So I picked that up right off the bat. I needed a replacement Pete Dunn figure, which is an Oh My God figure of the week because I traded that. So, you know, right off the bat, I got two things. Guys, don't get down on ringside. They're going to have doorbusters. They're going to have Cyber Monday sales. And I think you'll see further reductions. And if you don't, you have to remember, guys, it is COVID this year. You know, like they were shut down for a while. If you're not open, you lose money. You know what I'm saying, so you gotta also take that into consideration. It's a very different environment than previous years, so maybe the sales won't be as as big. You know, and it is what it is. Be thankful that you even have them, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. With this kind of uh, you know COVID, like you just said, different companies shutting down, product not going out the door, you can't expect too much. I'm trying to browse it, you know, look at it right now a little bit, see what see what's going on. I don't think it's anything I really want just looking at it right now. But, you know, I'm giving it a look, giving it a glance here.
0: Yeah, there's like I said, I mean, there's not we have a lot of this. The only other thing I wanted to note is, Joe, are we pretty much always right? Because I think we are. And I don't look, I don't want to be arrogant, but I got to spray that little bit of can of model arrogance around because, dude, we just know shit and it's that simple. Right. So we don't tell you opinions. We give you facts here. And we told you about these two packs, these elite two packs, probably, I don't know, a year ago. I don't know, not a year. But, you know, so we've been doing this is a 22nd episode and probably episode three or four. We were saying, don't buy those elite two packs. They're going to go down in price. Don't buy those elite two packs. They're going to go down in price. And guess what? Goldberg, Bret Hart, China, Triple H, both. $30, $32 $30, $32 on Ringside Collectibles Black Friday sale right now. And I believe they're gonna go down even further.
1: That's not bad at all. You know what's well, you know what's a pretty good piece here? EO Shirai's fifteen bucks.
0: That's a that's a can't miss right there. Yeah. Fifteen bucks for an oh my god figure of the week. Come on. Come on now. At Walmart there's sixteen in change with tax, depending on where you are, maybe even seventeen dollars. That's a really good deal there. That's a, that's one of my favorite uh, listings as well right now.
1: Yeah, they got that Chase. I know that Chase Buddy Murphy was going pretty damn high. They got that for 35. That's not bad.
0: Not bad at all. They have the Alistair Black. That's an oh my God figure a week. Nobody could get it. Elite 73, 2499.
1: If you want that Rocky Johnson, 20 bucks.
0: Not bad. I think that's going to go down. I think that's a hold right now. I think that's a wait and see. I think you get through it get to the Cyber Monday sale. I think that Rocky Johnson's going to go even a little lower. Again, we're speculating now. We're going through the sale right now. This is Saturday. Obviously, this was all released on Wednesday, so maybe they've had their door already. But I really think that Rocky Johnson is going to even go lower. I don't think a lot of people want it. I don't think it's in high demand. I think if you're waiting on it, wait longer and get it at the lowest possible price, which I think is going to be somewhere around $14 to $16.
1: And like you mentioned before we started recording, that AEW authentic scale rings down to 89 bucks, man. Now's the time to grab it.
0: Yes. Either I'm gonna hold because I'm gonna press my luck here. Loose to love that show. Remember that game show where it's it's like press your luck or whatever, and it, that little thing came across the screen and stuff. I don't know. I it's just growing up, it's just a fun game show, but I forgot what it was called, Joe. But I'm pressing my luck. I am not gonna buy it. And I think. You're going to see it for 75 bucks. That's not bad. That's my two cents. I'm in. $75. If you're not in on that AEW ring, you got you got something wrong with you, Joe.
1: How is the WrestleMania Kofi Kingston still 19? How is that 19 and Io Shirai's 15? I don't know, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Supply. I guess they, have a, they don't have a lot of the coffees, I guess.
1: That's not bad, too. If you want the ultimate edition Charlotte Flair, it's down to 30, 32.
0: It's not bad. No, not at all. The ultimate editions are down overall. I think you can get the Brock Lesnar for about the same price right now. I think you could also get the well the John Cena's at 37.99 right now. I think that's going to move down. I think the ultimate editions are going down, 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 bro.
1: Yeah. I mean th- those are I mean you can get a couple figures at a decent price. I just scanned it real quick. You know, the things I threw out are probably the best things, but th- th- there's a bunch on there.
0: Bunch on there. And if you're missing any retros Gobble them up because this is the probably last time you're going to see these for a low price. They have a ton of retros on here. The New Day, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. I mean, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Ryder, if you want Ryder. They got Sheiky Baby still on here. So again, they're dirt cheap. I think this would be the time to get those retros or even muscle three packs if you don't have them in your collection yet.
1: Yeah, I wish they put the cases on sale, but yeah, they never do.
0: Not anymore, man. Not anymore. It's unfortunate, but what can you do, right? Yeah, for sure. You got to be thankful. You got to be thankful. We have a Black Friday sale from Ringside Collectibles. And you have to be thankful even if they do anything more than this, really, given the time, really. You have to, you know, you have to be very thankful. So, yeah, that's it. Good luck, everybody. Hopefully, you make some wise buying decisions. Hopefully, you can get some figures real, real cheap. And hopefully, we'll be giving away some, oh my God, figures of the week. On our YouTube live stream, December 13th. That's another thing, Joe. We forgot to tell everybody when the YouTube live stream is. The YouTube live stream will be December 13th, Sunday, December 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that is the time, that is the date. We'll give some really awesome figures away. I'm going to get a few off of this ringside sale and we'll go from there. But, Joe, I'm the first one to admit when we're wrong or when we. I don't know how, to, how I don't know how to put this, but it's kind of like we always we we step on our toes a little bit, right? In this WWE Motu stuff, we really stepped on our toes.
1: <laughs> I still think the sets well, they're popping up more, like you're going to talk about in a second, but uh, yeah, I think we did. And they're popping up and you actually are about to talk about it because you actually found two sets.
0: Well, I did find two sets. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it, but I, I did find two sets. They've been found multiple times over. It looks like pretty much each store right now is getting like a case, four figures. That's it. So it's a set. Yeah. And that's it. So I guess they're out there and hopefully they'll continue to be out there for everyone. You know, I don't know. It looks like the rings are shipping now. The Stone Cold Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan. What is it? Rattlesnake Mountain Ring or something like that. So I got my notification, but it's in shipping limbo now with FedEx. Supposedly it should be here by the time this podcast episode drops. So I'll be posting photos of that if it does come, but yeah, what are your thoughts, man? Are you are you in now? Are you out? Or are you gonna wait? What do you think about it? I don't
1: know. The first three sets I guess I was a little more excited about. I might wait a little bit, maybe see if I could find the set. I, I don't know if I want the whole set. I don't know. I'm kinda all over the place, like, you know, with that set. I do like the Jake and the uh the Fiend looks cool, Mr. T. I like the set and sometimes I don't like it, and sometimes I'm like Am I going to continue collecting these? Should I? Do I care anymore about the line like I used to? So all those thoughts went through my head at the same time.
0: Yeah. And I think the reason that they do is because of the the huge gap we had. You know, we probably had found the other series. What was it? Series three. Man, I don't know how many months ago, Joe. Do you remember? That was a long time ago. Maybe ju- I want to say June. Yeah, I would have to say the beginning
1: of the summer, end of spring or because something. Because I remember yeah. I remember you found me that set and I was at the beach. Yeah, it was June.
0: And then the ring went on sale July, expected, what, September, I think beginning of September. And that got so delayed. And so I could see where you are, man. I'm not faulting you for that. And I think the figures of this set were great. But to be honest, now that I have them in hand, I'm like, I'm happy to have them in hand And I do love the Mr. T. I think it's incredible. And I like the Jake. I don't love the Jake because I thought his chest piece was going to be nice and shiny, but they ended up not doing a shiny finish to it, and it's a matte finish. So, look, it's a great figure. Don't get me wrong. It's just, you know, you expected one thing and you got another.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know why I'm not that excited about the line anymore. I really Figure it out, but I'll probably get the set down the road.
0: Yeah, and it'll be around. It's funny you always mention this on the podcast—the waiting game, right? You seem to figure this out where it's like, eh, I'll let everybody go crazy for it, and then I always find it. And I think this that'll be the case with these these MoTo figures.
1: I think that's the the main thing. I always say on the podcast the waiting game. I feel like down the road you'll be able to find these and get them cheap.
0: Yeah. And then you look into the future with the new set coming out with Piper Steamboat, Becky Lynch, and yeah, oh, the Macho Man, the the madness, NWO Macho. And I'm not too excited about even that set. You know, the Piper, I don't really like the way it looks. I don't care for Becky. I don't really care for, you know, like, I don't. Eh. And then like Steamboat's cool, but he comes with like a fucking toy dragon. And it's like. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. The dragon. Yeah, that, that that God knows what the hell that is. And it's just like, you're right. You're like. Could this be the end for me? You know, like, am I losing interest now?
1: I know. Once I start having those thoughts, I really start thinking about it.
0: Well, let's see what happens and let's see what the distribution looks like moving down the road. I really think that Mattel needs to move these to ringside collectibles or not have them as Walmart exclusives moving forward. Hopefully this incident helps them do that, but we'll see see where it goes from there. Before we move on, I just wanted to mention, this is going to be a really loosey-goosey episode. We're just doing a Thanksgiving episode, so we'll talk about a few things we like. I think it's going to be fun. We'll have like two or three segments that are fun and interactive, and it's going to be great. But we just want to talk wrestling figures, because it is Thanksgiving, and we're going to be relaxed for this episode, right, Joe?
1: Yeah. This format's a little different for this episode. Uh, We're definitely going to be more relaxed. And just going over it's a lot of like news topics and giving our take on a couple things.
0: Yeah, I think that'll be fun and just have it lighthearted and give our take and we'll go from there. So with that said, moving on, dude, I watched Jeremy and Sammy on Instagram Live the other day and I love Sammy. You know, I'm a big fan of his, both in and out of the ring.
1: Sammy Gavari
0: Yeah, Sammy Gavari Sammy, Sammy Davis
1: Jr. Which Sammy are you talking about? Sammy. Uh, Sammy Sosa?
0: Oh my God, the big home run king. Wasn't he roided up too? <laughs> I think he's actually white now. Isn't he white? He's all white. Oh, really? I'm not talking about it because if we even go there, you know we are going to get banned for life. We're going to have another 50 people unfollow us.
1: Listeners, if you haven't seen it, though, I'm being serious. Look up Sammy Sosa now. It's, it's fucking frightening.
0: Yes, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. And yes, it was Sammy Guevara. You know, I just make assumptions. I assume everybody knows what the hell we're talking about. But for our listeners that don't, yes, Sammy Guevara and Jeremy Petauer were on Instagram Live about a week ago. And I thought, that, I thought it was a good little interview. You know, I really like Sammy's response to a lot of the questions that Jeremy threw at him. I think Sammy's a good guy, regardless of whatever happened in the past. I really don't care. And He's a great wrestler. He's a great in-ring performer. And they showed him his his action figure. And what's your thoughts, Joe?
1: I'm looking at it again right now. I don't really... I've never been a huge Sammy Guevara fan. I think he's cool. Maybe in the beginning when AEW first premiered, I was a bigger fan of his. Uh, you know, his in-ring work's always really good. His match with Cody, a couple other matches stand out when I think about him real quick. As far as him in the inner circle, I never really liked him in the inner circle. I get like he's kind of like the joking guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. As far as the figure goes, I think they nailed it, you know, giving him props. I think, you know, the head with the tongue, that's another thing I hate. I hate that he does that tongue thing all the fucking time. I don't know why. I'm like, all right, man. But the jacket, the haircut, the trunks, the boots... As far as the image shown, I think it looks pretty damn good.
0: I agree with you. I think the figure is spot on. So again, these are just renders. So who knows what the final product will look like. But given the fact that we know they're going to be making some factory changes and whatnot, if the render looks anything like the final product, this is going to be a can't miss. I loved it. I think Sammy was very enthused about seeing it come to life. He's going to come with the leather jacket, which is cool. He's got the tongue out. I actually like the tongue. Again, I like the attitude that he brings to the ring. He has some swagger, and I think he fits the inner circle in that role just perfectly. You know, I don't think you need to have like I like the Le Sex Gods thing, and they kind of <laughs> they kind of tuned that back a little bit. I think because of the, all the allegations that came out against him and whatnot, but
1: yeah, I know they they played that clip online. I think that buried him a little bit.
0: Yeah, a little bit, definitely, but. So the Lissex Gods thing, and I think it was funny when Jeremy was speaking to him and was like, if you ever had to choose someone in a two-pack, who would it be with? And he kind of went and met the Matt Hardy route. And I think Jeremy was hinting at the Chris Jericho route. And I would absolutely love to see Les Sex Gods, especially after they did this this blood and guts. I'm all for it, baby. Give me Lissex gods.
1: That would be a lot of fun. You can never have too many Chris Jericho figures, I guess.
0: Joe. Chris Jericho is the money in this line. You know what I'm saying? Like We talk about this all the time. Anchors in your line. Give me more Chris Jericho. Yeah, I'm down. Especially now. It's funny. When he was in the WWE, I didn't want to see a Chris Jericho figure ever. But now that he's in AEW and he has just such great attires and it's unique and everything and it looks great and it isn't toned down by that WWE filter it's just so good you can make so many chris jericho figures and i'd absolutely love to see a two-pack exclusive with him and sammy possibly even as the la sex god so ringside if you're listening to this or jazz wears jeremy guys make it happen speaking of new images of figures well our good old boys at Figures Toy Company. <laughs> Joe, they always come out of left field, don't they? Yeah, I feel
1: like maybe they're listening to a couple of the comments when people say the figures are going to come out 10 years from now. We're actually getting a bunch.
0: We are. So they just released uh, images of some new figures this week, and you got the images for the bad boy Joey Janela. You got images for the Scott Noren, the Isaiah Swerve Scott. And the Vince Russo. So you know my thoughts on the majority of this stuff. Personally, I think the best one is Janela, but maybe as you maybe as you were saying with uh Guevara, I probably have the same or similar sentiment with Janela. I just think he's a fucking disaster. But anyway.
1: Yeah, he kinda is uh in the ring. And for some reason, every every week it looks like he gets smaller. And smaller and smaller and smaller. I don't know why every time, but um, I seen him live in person. I know I mentioned that a couple episodes back with the Ultimate Dragon. It was a great match. He's a he's a he's a decent performer. Um, I guess it all depends who he who he's in the ring with, you know. But as far as this figure goes and FTC, I think it looks pretty cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. You know, the head sculpt that they did with the tongue out. I think that looks pretty cool. With the jacket. And I like that uh, print that they chose for the boots and the trunks. I, th- I think uh, I've always liked that kind of print. So I think overall, the figure looks pretty good. The accessories, I don't need the mic. I don't need the barbed wire. What is that? Like a table, I guess? What the hell is that? I don't even know. And a tray. I don't need a cooking tray with him. I just want the figure.
0: I agree. I think the figure is great. <laughs> I don't really have a bad thing to say about it. I mean, it's it does look good. I'm surprised I'm actually saying that, but out of all these figures that they release, this is probably the one that I want the least. And knowing that he is in a W he's probably going to be getting a Jazzwares figure down the road. So, I mean, it's just, it's just a no go for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to buy it. I don't like Janela. I don't think he's that great of an in-ring performer. I think he has, Definitely, um, there's some areas where he's good and there's some areas that he's really, really bad. So there's promise, but with that said, of the figures that I really liked out of this batch, that I would have maybe added to my collection would have been the Vince Russo and the Scott Norton. And they're just a pass for me, especially that Scott Norton where they put him in an actual singlet like a cloth singlet, he just looks weird, bro.
1: Yeah, I remember him wearing the singlets um, when he wrestled. You know, he always kind of wore those singlets. This one, what they chose with the cloth, looks kind of funny on him. The glasses look even worse, though.
0: Yeah, it just looks baggy, you know. Like in his, you can't. That's why you can't do a a cloth singlet like this. And if you do, you gotta have it skin freaking tight, bro you know?
1: Yeah. So when you choose cloth like this, but you got to remember too, which I'm sure, you know, a lot of figures, toy company stuff is all cloth. You know, think of all their other lines. Everything's cloth. You're kind of like a Mego style.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. But I don't know. This is just, a, even though, like you said, the glasses on him look terrible. The head scan is terrible on this figure. Uh, it's just, I don't understand how they nailed Joey Janela and this Scott Norton is just so bad and then moving back to legends of professional wrestling to that Vince Russo figure and my god it's another it's another no go for me man that I just when they originally released that head sculpt I wasn't a fan of it everybody wasn't a fan of it <laughs> and I'm still not a fan you know like it just doesn't look like Vince Russo in my opinion
1: yeah those I didn't even mention the Vince Russo and the Isaiah Swerve Scott I didn't even look at. I don't even know what it looks like, to be honest.
0: It's actually not a terrible figure. So I do want to say that. I don't think that the Isaiah Swerve Scott is a terrible looking figure. I actually like the entrance jacket they gave him. And his head sculpt looks pretty good. The figure actually looks really good. And again, I don't know who's making this figure and who's making the other figures. But... <laughs> Like, I don't understand how they can nail Scott, kind of nail Scott, and then nail Janela, and then the Legends guys are just, like, not even close.
1: Yeah, considering Scott Norton's never had a wrestling figure made, you think they would put a little more work into it? Because, you know, a lot of people were were saying, oh, man, you know, I need a Scott Norton figure to add to my collection. I need an Alex Wright, you know, especially an Alex Wright. But eh, I can only imagine what that one's going to look like. The Scott Norton... I think a lot of people too, if you bought the Francine, if you bought the Candido, you want to throw them what your other figures. Well, some people are probably gonna buy the Norton just to add them to their collection, you know.
0: Of course. It's the continuation of the classic superstar line, right? Because that's what you're doing with this stuff. You know, you're not buying this because you're just collecting figures toy company. You're literally buying the Legends of Professional Wrestling line to continue your classic superstars collection. That's why I bought them, right? That's why I bought the mini. That's why I bought the Hoovy Juice, and that's why I'm going to get the. I am going to get that Mikey Whipwreck. I'll probably end up getting it this week. Again, even yeah, you look at this Joey Janela man. He's got the nasty boy style tights, you know, with that kind of graffitied look on him. They look incredible. His jacket's amazing. It actually has a functional zipper on it with a scorpion on the back, like the old Stinger jackets used to have. Yeah, dude, I don't get it. I mean, again, look at the Isaiah Square of Scott too. It looks great, and then you look like you said back to the Legends. It's like where there's no effort.
1: It should be the other way around, especially on the Norton first ever wrestling figure. They should have went, you know, all in on
0: this guy. I agree, Joe. I agree. There's just no rhyme or reason to any of it. I'm on their website right now. I'm more interested in their fucking Santa Claus figures than they are than I am their wrestling figure right now. <laughs> I know some
1: of the other stuff they have grabs your attention a little more than their wrestling line,
0: but I think that I think everybody
1: knows that too when they go to that site.
0: 29.99. I can get a banging Santa Claus figure. Go right in my toy display. Looks freaking incredible. The president's figures look good. Uh, I'm so frustrated. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, welcome to uh, FTC. There you go. And guess what? Goodbye to FTC because we got to move on, bro.
1: <laughs> I know we do.
0: Oh Jesus! Well, you have a few things here that you had made me aware of. So why don't I, why don't you take it?
1: Yeah. So um. Going back a couple of of episodes back, we mentioned the uh, Wrestling Figure Workshop. They do the custom titles for your Hasbros or your Galoobs, which were their updated title set. They did the uh, WCW Galoob belts, which actually came out really nice. And their WWF Hasbro custom titles that they did for your Hasbros look good. So the next piece uh, that they are trying to... Make is the 1985 WWF Heavyweight Championship, which they showed an image of. I think it looks pretty good as far as their style, Wrestling Figure Workshop's style of creating these belts. You know, they put it next to the Eagle belt, their version of the uh, Winged Eagle, and they showed the uh, potential look. It's not completely finished yet, but they showed the look of their uh, 1985. It's called the 85. WWF Heavyweight Championship. I think it looks pretty good. I'm not 100% on it. I think their other titles look better. But to come up with an 85 title to add to your Hasbros, I think it's a good idea.
0: Yeah, of course. If that's what you're going for, that's what you're looking for. I think the 85 title, it looks good. And I think we had this conversation, Joe. That title in the 80s switched a bunch of times. So I mean, it's... It's kind of weird. I don't know. It kind of looks off to me a little bit. Like it's not the kind of mid 80s title that I'd like to see. But yeah, I think you should add it to your collection, man. Support, support a guy in the community that's doing things right. Right. I mean, that's the most important thing. Uh, Wrestling figure workshop. I got his WCW titles. They're incredible. The craftsmanship on them are they're literally just like the Hasbro belts, man. They're actually not literally just like the Hasbro belts. They are the Hasbro belts, but better, Joe.
1: They definitely nail those belts. Yeah, they're they're better than the than the original belt. When you put that on your Hasbro, you know, the quality of those belts, it's like perfect. Like we said a bunch of episodes back, you know, those the quality of their belts is is uh, top notch almost.
0: It's top notch. So you need to add them to your collection. And in addition to that, talking about retros, talking about Hasbro's. You also, uh, you kind of flung this my way, and I was like, oh, okay, interesting.
1: Yeah. So this is a really odd thing to talk about still, because it's same thing. It was kind of like a left field kind of, you're like, is that a custom? What the hell is that? But we are talking about the uh, Cello Toys Nick Aldis retro style figure. The image on card was shown a couple days ago and it's, you know, it's similar to a Hasbro card. Very similar. It's pretty much the same thing. You know, it says official on the side. It's supposed to be wrestling megastars for the logo, the WM series one wrestling megastars, Nick this. the figure now that it's on package actually looks pretty decent. Uh, it doesn't look like a custom anymore. It looks like a Hasbro it has the real megastar action, kind of like how the old Hasbros did with the King's Lynn Cloverleaf, whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. Limited to 2,000 pieces. You know, Cello Toys logo on the front right. I think it looks pretty good overall. The card printing still looks like a custom. You know, I see a lot of these Hasbro cards nowadays. You know, the people that do, you know, Hasbro Maniacs, all that stuff where they do the custom cards. So it's not like this throws me back a little bit, but it does look good with the figure. Back of the card has Nick Aldis by himself, series one, and exclusive. Underneath that is the blue mini, which I thought that was an odd choice for Megastars. You know, you're going with the blue mini next, kind of weird. And series two, they have a question mark, like you know, you're going to have to wait and see for 2021. I think June 2021 for uh, series two, which they say a series, but it's for series one. It's only like one figure. I don't know. It's kind of Well, It's still kind of random to me. And don't ask me why they have the Blue Meanie as an exclusive next.
0: Yeah, I agree with everything that you just mentioned, Joe. Now, I think the one thing that Chella Toys is doing right is they are getting the rights, the licensing to, to actually produce these figures from the professional wrestlers. So obviously, Nick Aldis has been very involved in this whole endeavor, which has been great. I don't know. Again, I'm assuming they've worked out a deal. They have some sort of a limited contract with him. Same thing I'm assuming with the blue meanie. Now, there's a lot of things, though, about these figures that I dislike. And the first thing right off the bat is the card. So I don't like the card. I don't like this logo on this card. Again, I just don't even know. Like, I get it just doesn't resonate with me. I don't know. It just looks off. And I don't like the color combos either on the
1: Yeah, combo. they're a little, they're off. The color combos are definitely off.
0: Just doesn't pop, you know? It's like too black, too dark.
1: The figure definitely looks better than the like proto image they showed. The proto image kind of looks, looks like someone made it a custom. This actually looks pretty good. Look, as far as the figure goes looks nice and tight you know
0: yeah and it looks like yeah the the proto image that they initially showed obviously looked like a paint master prototype right so I'm assuming that now it's you know they got the first kind of um, mock-ups on hand and from the factory it looks shinier it looks a little more well done now these are also just to let our audience know if you are interested in adding these to your Hasbro or retro collections. These will be exclusively sold in the U.S. through JB Toys. So you can go over to his website to order them, or I'm assuming you can also contact him on Instagram.
1: Yeah, he mentioned the figure is uh, $24.99 plus shipping. Okay,
0: so $24.99 plus shipping. You're right. I just don't understand the character selection. Like The next one, as you mentioned, will be blue, the Blue Mini, but also with his, I guess, podcast partner, Josh Chernoff. So it's going to be, I guess, a two-pack exclusive, only limited to 350 pieces, and it's only going to be sold in the UK and EU? Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, again, so it's like, and this is what I'm getting from the information on their website. So I, I don't know. Maybe that has changed. Maybe they haven't updated this info, but it's just, I think what they want to do is they want to do right by the superstars. So they want to make sure that they have their approval to produce these things, and that's why I think the selection is as it is right now. You know what I'm saying? So they couldn't get people under deals or people that want a lot of money, and that's why they're making only certain superstars at this point in time. Look, I, I'm not gonna get these figures. I don't like the cards. I'm a mid-on card collector. If they switched up the color on the cards, if they switched up the way that logo looked, I think I'd be all in on this. I'm just not a fan of it from that aspect. I think it's cool to get more retro and Hasbro style figures personally and I hope Mattel starts producing them again, and I think we have hints and they've you know they've <laughs> they haven't backed away from it, so I think we're going to see a return personally end of twenty one into twenty two for the retro figures. That would be my guess. you think so? I do. Yeah, I don't think Steve has given up on it and every time they get a question about it, they're working on this actively. Like Bill has a line that he wants to do. It's like he's got lines lined up. So I think it's a matter of just corporate okaying it and them finding the right place for it. And you know they find the right place for stuff for stuff. They got the fucking ring carts out. Who would have ever thought that would have happened, you know? Yeah, Joe? exactly. So, I I hope so, man. That would be fantastic. I think so. And they just have to do it smart, right? They have to find the right partner. They have to make sure that they produce the right superstars, the right wrestlers. And it's a, it'll be a home run, guaranteed.
1: I, I look forward to that. I hope so.
0: Yeah. And with the Cholo Toys, look, if you're interested in guys, go get them. We're not saying don't buy this stuff. We're just giving you our take on it because I think Joe is like on the fence about it. And I'm a no, I'm a pass on it. But that's just us, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you really like retros, if you really like Nick Aldis, if you want to support the Blue Meanie, go ahead, man.
1: Yeah, if you want to support them, sure. Uh, Nick Aldis, you know, I'm sure he has a lot of fans. I enjoyed him on NWA. I think that would have pumped it up a little more. But yeah, if you're a fan of him, yeah, definitely go pick it up. Twenty four ninety nine is not, not bad.
0: No, it's not bad. It's affordable. Go to JB Toys. JB, JB Toys is a good guy too. You know, so I mean, I, I don't have any ill will against him or whatnot. I think I think he gets a lot of flack in the community and whatnot. He's just doing his thing. It's just different. You know, he's a different dude. He's doing his thing the way he wants to do his thing. And I'm glad that he partnered up with these guys and hopefully it gives them a little bit more market presence here in the US and uh, they could build this line and get other other uh, superstars with other wrestlers into it. So, all right, dude. Awesome. What do we got next on the list here, Joe? We're going to do a little bit about... Well, this has been actually a huge, huge topic of discussion, I guess, in the community. Before we get into this topic of discussion, I last week went off the rails because sometimes this community does frustrate me. And I'm not going to hide that, guys. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not going to be the kind of person that sits back here and basically you know, just lies to you, basically just puts a facade up, doesn't tell you like it is or doesn't express frustration when the community frustrates you, you know, because that's what's going to happen. You know, I mean, I think and and we have to be open and honest about it. And at times, this huge wrestling figure collecting community, there are times that it really gets to me, Joe. And there are times that it doesn't, you know, and there are times there are great times. But this topic of discussion has to do a little bit with that because these pre order things are being talked about ad nauseum. And I think we've discussed this and we've discussed it ad nauseum. And look, guys, don't pre order shit. That's it. <laughs> you don't have to rant, you don't have to rave about it. We're actively hunting in store. Right. And the stores always get the items before the pre orders do. In pretty much every case, as far as wrestling figures or action figure collecting is concerned. Now, maybe in like games and stuff like that, and in, in other like industries, it's different. But in this industry, <laughs> pre orders don't get shipped first. It's that simple. It's never been that way, you know? Yeah. I
1: I'm always skeptical about the uh, pre-orders, especially with Walmart and Target. I did the Legend series um 7 through Target and I had no issues surprisingly. But series 8 got delayed and canceled and I was like, "Oh god, yeah, I guess it does happen even if you use that Target red card." But I don't usually pre-order a lot of stuff. I'm not a big pre-order person. Like there's so many sites like just throwing one out there. Big Bad Toy Store has pre orders for NECA Ninja Turtle figures that are supposed to come out next year. I'm just like, oh my God. It's like scheduled for uh the end of 2021. Like, I'm not pre ordering that. Something, you know what I mean? I'm just like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. But that's just throwing it out there. Like sp- that might happen, but Walmart, Target pre-orders, I'm just not, especially Walmart. I, I never pre-order anything from there.
0: I know, same here. You can look at my previous purchase list on Walmart. I started to pre-order everything when I thought, okay, well, looks like they have a system in place. Maybe they'll fulfill it. So I started with G.I. Joe, right, Joe? Like G.I. Joe was coming out. I wanted the retro line. So that was the first time where I was like, okay, I'm all in on pre-orders. What happened? They never filled my pre-orders. They showed up in store. I just fucking went to the store and got them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and from that point on, I just haven't pre-ordered anything because it just doesn't make sense to. If I'm going to actively hunt, I'll actively hunt. And I know that the stores will get the items before the pre-order. It's just the way it works. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. You're waiting on a pre-order and it's in the store. I waited on that Legend Series 8. Oh, I grabbed the Warrior that time. And uh, you know I have the Ordorf now and Jake. I was like, oh, the Eddie I ordered off Target. It'll be coming. And now I'm missing that Eddie from Series 8. And I was like, oh shit, I had it in my hand. So yeah, the pre-orders in that case too, you know, you see it in store, you're like, you could run into that situation where you're like, well, it's coming in the mail and they're gonna ship it and they never do. And now you're out you're pretty much out that figure.
0: So here's the thing also with wrestling figures, I think, or just action figures in general. This is the way I see it. They have street dates now. Everything is pretty much a street date or a a quasi street date, but not enforced, right? Just like with the Legend series. We knew they were coming at Q4 between these two months. So with that said, if you do a pre-order online, and let's just say it's for a street-dated item. The street date is the release date in-store. Okay, they're not going to change it. They're not going to have a uh, street date in-store that's later than your pre-order date. It just doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be released in-store the same day the pre-order goes live as well. However, what h- tends to happen then is those pre-orders don't get filled until after that date. That's the whole point of it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't understand what people are expecting. I, I, I don't. I just don't. I, I like if you pre-order something for, I'm just throwing out a date, January first set to arrive on or after January 1st. That is the in-store date. That is the date that they should have it in their distribution facilities. Now, sometimes that's not the case and they don't even have it then. So again, it's it's very simple, guys. Don't make this complicated. There's no need to backlash and, and get out Walmart and get out Target and all this stuff. They got a ton of shit to worry about other than people collecting action figures, as you well know. So... Just go out. Don't pre-order. Go out and find your figures. Yeah, that's your best bet. Yeah, I don't like using the word putting in the work. Just be smart. Use your fucking brain, okay? It's not about putting (laughs) in work. It's about fucking using your goddamn brain. Know your codes like we tell you on this podcast, right? You don't have to put in any work. All you have to do is go to your phone, go to fucking Brick Seeker Pop Finder, and... Kind of know what your on-hand inventory is at your store. Let's say you're at Walmart for groceries. Let's say you're at Target for groceries. Go over to the wrestling figure section. Use your fucking brain. Count the figures on the pegs. Look at your phone. Oh, inventory is matching up. Okay. Monitor it every day. Oh, wow. The inventory went up. Oh, shit. Guess what? They got fucking figures in, Joe. It's that simple. Use your fuck. You're always on your fucking phone anyway.
1: Most people don't do that. I don't know what the hell they do. They go to Target a hundred times a I day. I
0: don't know. But again, I don't want to hear the complaining anymore about these fucking pre-orders. I'm tired of it. And everybody is talking. Wah, wah, wah. Use your brain. Or just wait for your fucking pre-order. You know, if you really don't give a shit that much, why do you care if it comes... January 1st or March 31st doesn't fucking matter, right? You shouldn't If at that point, right? You get it. Now, if you're not fulfilling it, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. That's a larger discussion. And there has to be some sort of corporate ramification. There has to be some sort of, I don't know, man. There has to be some sort of accountability, right? It has to be. So anyway, that's kind of my thoughts on it, man.
1: I'm in the same boat as you on that. (sighs) Yeah.
0: Joe, that's it, man. I don't know. I did like, again, it's just, I'm a guy that's all about not relying on things, right? Rely on yourself. Use the brain that's in your head. I mean, we, we should, we could have a step-by-step instruction. If you need a guided information on how to do this stuff, we can do it for you. You know, we'll sit down here on the podcast. We'll go through the motions and then if you're bothered by it, then don't do it. Where is uh where where is Gbm? I haven't I haven't heard his report in a, in a long time. So he's been very busy at work, guys. Gbm will be back. He'll be back. He's been very very busy at work, working his ass off. So
1: yeah yeah I don't see him know, as much. On I mind. know
0: I know same here and and it's just I want him back on for a report. He's not even hunting because he's working his butt off so much. So. You know, give a shout out to GBM. GBM report is great. We want to continue to give you all the most up to date information on what's out there on the pegs and how to find it. And GBM is our source for that. But like I said, just be smart. We could do a standalone. I mean, we could talk about this all day, all night. You know, and, and I think I mean we kind of we are get, getting a little long on it right now. But I just don't need to see it on fucking posts on Instagram at nauseum. All right. Same here. If we're talking about Walmart pre-orders and we know what's happening, I don't need to talk about it ad nauseum because you know how to fix it. Joe, how do you fix it? Use your brain. Don't pre-order. Use your brain. Go to the store. Done.
1: <laughs> that's what you have to do, man. And that's And It's plain and simple.
0: That is it. So we talked about the Austin Hogan ring. By the time this podcast airs, I should have that in hand finally, which is nice. Look, I waited. I waited. I waited. It was late. It was late. It was late. But it's now here. And it's not even in stores. (laughs) So why why is everybody complaining? (laughs) You can't even find the fucking thing and we already have it. So there's an example, Joe. The Austin Hogan ring is shipped. It's a great example of the pre-order worked and it's not even in stores yet.
1: I know, and that's really random too. Like, you didn't know when this ring was going to ship, when the hell it was going to come out, but now, now it's on its way. So, the box art looks great. You get a Hogan and Austin with the ring. I like the Hogan a lot. The Austin looks cool, but I like the Hogan a lot in that style. The box art looks great. Ring looks cool. It's a cool piece to add if you're collecting you know, the masters of the universe, WWE figures.
0: I agree. And I think it's just a great piece to add in general. It's a fantasy mashup. We never got it. You know, I always look back at that Hogan, that Hollywood and rock match, man, WrestleMania. What was that? X7 or no, it wasn't X7. It was a 18. And that fucking match was incredible. That crowd. Oh, how, how much do you love the Canucks, man? Oh my God. You go up there, Joe, you're in the sky dome. I mean, every freaking time they're in Toronto and now it's it's the Rogers Center. But, you know, every time they are in the fucking Skydome, man, for WrestleMania, they get a big match. You got Icon versus Icon. It's what I wanted with Austin, you know, and we never got it because of his injuries and all that stuff, you know. So love, love, love the MOTU ring, love the packaging design, absolutely love that Hogan, love the Austin, and we have it. And again, it's an example of how they got it right, late, but right. So I'm talking about a pre-order that was successful, at least for me, at least for, for what I'm seeing, many other people. So that's it. Other other receivings this week, Got the blood and guts, baby.
1: Yeah. Can't say enough good things about that two-pack. I actually kept it in the little box it came in for now, you know, just to keep it in a case almost. But dude, there's so much. I mean, there's not one bad thing to say about that two-pack. It's everything, especially bringing back the whole blood factor and and wrestling figures. What a great match to bring that back, especially with Dustin and Cody. Putting that into figure form in that two-pack and actually holding it in hand, you know, with the box art, the way the figures look, the whole package in general. I feel like we've said this before, but it's a great ringside exclusive figure. Great two-pack.
0: Is ringside just, are they just knocking it out the park with all their ringside exclusives, man? I just, there's not one that I don't want, you know?
1: I just got an idea for the YouTube live stream. That's what we can do. We'll do like a knocking out of the park segment for these figures. You throw the figures in the air and I'll hit them with the bat. To the camera.
0: I'm gonna have heart palpitations. This is gonna be like busted open 2.0, you know, uh <laughs> ten years later. <laughs> I'm gonna be down on the floor. I mean, you're gonna be calling the hospital, you're gonna be coming and they'll be fucking taking me out on a gurney <laughs> Man, but I'll tell you one thing. I like the knocking it out of the park segment. I, I do oh baby 2021. That's a good segment right there. We may have something brewing for y'all. Knocking it out of the park. But love the two-pack. Come on. Oh, my God, figure of the week. It's coming. You know, we're taking... We're doing a little bit of a throwback with the Oh, my God, figure of the week this week. But talking about the top... Ultimate figures? Top figures of the year? Jesus Christ. This two-pack, Joe, insane. It's insane. Dude, if you're not excited about this two-pack... Stop fucking listening to our podcast. Stop fucking collecting wrestling figures because you're a fucking asshole.
1: Well, well, the dusting's a little too big for figures. It's out of my scale.
0: It's so funny, Joe, that you mentioned that because it's something I did want to discuss with this two pack. And we've actually got Instagram and social media responses about this. And I have pretty much slapped them all down. Again, this is a thankful, be thankful that you got this incredible, it's not even a figure. It's a fucking work of art. It's a moment, you know, one of these moments in professional wrestling history that now is enshrined with this artistic piece that you can now place in a beautiful glass case or uh, open up and do it's just dude oh my gosh be thankful that the minds came together and created this wonderful work of art
1: yeah especially that style i never like i mentioned last week i never thought we would get you know bloody wrestling figures again that really isn't corny you know this was a great way to bring it back we have never
0: had a freaking wrestling figure this bloody i mean they've done it they've done it like you mentioned on the previous podcast episode terry funk jack's classic superstars one of a hundred they did it as i mentioned with the legends of the ring tna sting and hogan two pack. but to do it in this fashion incredible so all scale aside fuck it who cares and be happy that you have this incredible piece in your collection that I, and I believe you, thought would absolutely never happen in our lifetime again.
1: I never thought I would see this. And it's great for, you know, wears Wicked Cool, Jeremy to bring this back. And obviously, Ringside had an input in it. So to carry on their site, and make it an exclusive, you know, they had some input. So you have to, you know, give a shout out to them too for coming up with this idea. Love it.
0: And they're, you know what? Pushing the buttons, pressing the buttons. They need to continue doing things like this. Like I said, give me Lissex God's two pack. I want stuff. I'm an adult. I ain't some fucking PG kid sitting watching Barney. Uh, You know, I'm a fucking adult. I want adult (laughs) things. And I'm sorry. It's fucking life. It's blood. It's sweat. It's tears. Start getting gritty again, guys. All right. Stop fucking being pussies. Okay.
1: Listen, if you're a child nowadays and you don't show up to the game, you get a trophy anyway. You can sit, literally sit home and get a trophy.
0: Participation award. Fuck participation awards, all right? When I used to play sports, you had to work your ass off and you didn't get shit. Maybe
1: one kid got a trophy.
0: Do you know how many fucking times I got fucking pinned on the mat, got my ass beat to shit? Do you know how many times I was fucking throwing up? <laughs> throwing up trying to make weight fucking in the fucking goddamn furnace with a goddamn trash bag under over the top of me okay nobody was giving me a fucking participation award (laughs) and then going up against some beefy motherfucker that had five times the strength i did and getting my ass handed to me
1: hey man that's it you didn't get shit you got the trash bag to
0: bring home get fucking shit now you can watch and get a trophy tired of it and I, I'm tired of you all thinking that this shit is okay and if you are listening to this podcast and you all think this shit is okay don't fucking listen to this podcast you can't even say there's other
1: podcasts that I won't mention but they say poo-poo and they they go crazy they have to like edit it out what fucking world are we living in
0: we're living in a world did you say shit? Joe, I just saw this Wednesday Kenny Omega he's dressed in a suit trying to be serious and he's talking serious and he's trying to talk he's talking to John Moxley about his dad being up John Moxley's dad I don't fucking care about your dad I don't fucking care about your mom <laughs> I don't care about your mom or dad all right How many you just go into the ring and perform like a fucking professional and like a fucking adult?
1: They're like, hey, listen, you son of a gun, you poor sport. I'm like, okay, people really talk like that. Uh, when uh, people, when I get to a, the next altercation I get with somebody, I'm like, hey, hey, you scallywag, come here.
0: And let me see what the person says. Here's the situation these people never grew up in trying situations whatsoever. And that's the problem. The pro- yeah. the problem is you is, don't have to shit it nowadays. It's not even nowadays. It's even back in that time. And then another thing is a great example of this. And this is just a societal situation. And we don't like to discuss societal situations or political situations. But it's getting really ridiculous when the Baby Yoda. I don't know if you watch the Mandalorian or watch the Child and know about this. Yeah,
1: people got all bent out of shape about it. They're like, hey. They're like, hey, that's that's the last. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm I'm trying to say, but they're like, yeah, I get it. That was the last. What, what What's the word I'm looking for? Um, that was the last of their kind. I guess I'm trying to say
0: it was the last of their family's lineage. Oh, there we go. So there you go. So for everybody that doesn't have that correct, I hope they have that correct right now. Was it the last of their species or line of their species? It was the last of their. Yeah, family that's what was lineage. told to me. I was like, oh, no, that's, that's incorrect. And then in addition to that, they're eating unfertilized eggs because if you know anything about biology, you would know that frogs actually don't lay fertile eggs. They lay unfertilized eggs, females, and then the male has to actually, guess what? Fertilize them. And oh, wait, 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 Joe. As a species, the human being, what do they do with chickens now? They take their unfertilized eggs. And what do we do with them? We eat them. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Did you see the
1: people voting? I mean, it all goes hand in hand. Do you really think people are that educated that understand that concept? that are watching that show.
0: Well, you you can't talk then. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't talk. Because guess what? Your emotion doesn't dictate factual knowledge. Your emotion clouds your judgment, okay? And your emotion doesn't have anything to do with the facts or what is actually going on. So guess what? No, not at all. We're going to make a slogan on this podcast, Joe. Use your brain. That's it.
1: That's gonna some people are turning it off right now.
0: I'm sorry if they do. But you got to start using your brain guys. I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast. If you're thinking the other way about this situation, uh, I'm sorry, bro.
1: Been so many issues with that though. The eggs. They wanted to boycott and get Gina Carano off the show. I forgot why.
0: Oh, this was because the chest armor
1: the chest armor. If you have breasts uh, and you're a woman, you have to. They're they're going to get crushed down because you have to wear men's armor. So good good luck with that. Everybody's so sensitive, man. You know what the worst thing is too? Well, we're forgetting the internet. Back in the day, do you remember like in the '90s when you watch TV and then you just go to bed, or you talk about it with your friends? Now everybody is a a co writer. They're an editor. They uh, own their own comment on facebook where they give a whole synopsis of how they would do it what's wrong with the show who should be in whose place why this didn't go as it should have in their opinion that's the problem well and that's the age we live in
0: it is it is but it has to be constructive right you could be the douchebag that gave us a one-star review and that calls us as a jabroni uh like Hogan, that absolutely well okay well why didn't you like the podcast give me some fucking actual sound reason why you didn't like the podcast
1: if you use the word jabroni you're just a queer and that's just the bottom line
0: pretty much but the situation is this joe you are right the internet and we are our own worst enemy in a sense right but at least in this podcast, I think we break it down like it is. This is how it is, guys. There's This is the facts. This isn't a perception. This isn't an opinion. This is what's going on in society, the facts of what's going on in society. Whether you're at one end or another, it's still going on this way. Joe just told you right now, We just are here to criticize absolutely everything. We're never happy with anything for any reason. And as we do this podcast, Joe, and as we are here during Thanksgiving, again, whether it be about the Walmart pre orders or the Target pre orders or the Motu ring or the Blood and Guts two pack, aren't you just thankful that you got it? Right, Like, like, I hope people can like if they get something out of this podcast, like we're trying to guide you here. We're trying to guide you to actually be better. To be more cognizant of what's going on, not only within wrestling figures and within the wrestling figure community, but within life in general. All right. So calm the fuck down. Yes, I said fuck. Okay, and I'll continue to say it because that's just the way it is. Okay? And let Baby Yoda eat it. So we're not going to edit
1: out every curse word?
0: No, we're not going to edit
1: out any of
0: the curse words.
1: All right, I just want to make sure.
0: Any of them ever. Okay? And we're never going to fucking use the words or the verbiage of what were you saying before? I don't even remember. What was it? The poppy conk? <laughs>
1: I don't even know. Yeah, like Scallywag. Scallywag. What? Fart. Poo poo. Poo poo? What? Just say fucking shit. That's it, man. They're like, like, you can't say shit. I'm like, who's listening to these podcasts?
0: If your audience is a 13-year-old kid, you got to find yourself a different audience, bro. I'm sorry. Anyway. I don't want 13-year-old kids listening to this podcast, and if there are 13-year-old kids listening to this podcast, I'm thankful for it, because they fucking understand. Maybe we should be educating them. (laughs) Maybe that's what we're doing. But anyway. I know. God. Maybe they'll grow up to be a little bit of the better, more cognizant person. Yes. When it's all said and done, let's just be thankful that we got the blood and guts 2 pack. Who cares about the scale? Let's be thankful we have a wonderful Star Wars program that's just probably better than any movie since the original series of movies. You know what I'm saying? Who cares that the fucking child is eating eggs? He's a child. He's hungry. They're unfertilized. Fuck, we eat unfertilized eggs every day of the week. That's it. The last thing I want to mention before we move on to the oh my god figure of the week And again, we said this was going to be a very lackadaisical episode. So I'm glad we have some of these topics of discussion. And this is what we're going to get into, I think, when we move on to the live stream, too. I think we're going to we're going to get into some of these more in-depth issues. But, dude, no, we got to talk about it. I got the WrestleMania elites. I love them. There are one thing about the WrestleMania elites. Again, I'm very thankful that I got them. We got the Rocco. People were bitching about the Rocco being packed with China. Oh, my. Shut up. (sighs) Ugh.
1: shut the fuck up
0: i'm glad that the guy saw the light he is a follower he is a listener of the podcast so i forgot the guy's name i'm not going to mention him but he did have a conversation back and forth with me and we talked about it and i said look dude just it's it? Oh, a- the- sorry it was a listener <laughs> yeah yeah no no but i oh, okay. no, no i understand My bad, man. so guys yeah, yeah guys and gals out there everybody listening joe doesn't follow the instagram a lot i i manage the instagram account Joe manages the Twitter account. So I rarely know what the hell is going on in Twitter. He rarely knows what's going on in Instagram. And we rarely communicate unless it's something like really hard pressed and really, you know, that we have to, you know, be like, okay, guys, we're, we're pretty much separate from those two accounts. You know what I'm saying? So with that said, yeah, Joe, the guy, you know, he was a little let down about the Rocco being in there. And he's like, well, I got to explain this now. I'm like, gonna explain it to him what the hell do you gotta explain to build a figure
1: <laughs> they have to put him somewhere you can't build his body too
0: yeah like and I guess it's a little bit of a poor decision to put it with China but I, I don't I don't get it I don't know I didn't make the connection in my brain like okay he's a dummy well China's not a dummy is it a doll is it like does it go back to her being a porn star or something but no I just didn't they should have put Ron Jeremy in there with her <laughs> Well, if you really wanted to put a two-pack together, it should be six in her, right? X-Pac in China, two-pack, baby.
1: <laughs> you got the uh, question mark penis in there?
0: Yeah, Great Walls of China. What was the fucking thing called? It was called something, Two Nights in China, or I don't know, something like that. It was something crazy. Oh, my God. It was so long ago, I forgot. But anyway. But that's what I was saying. I'm like, I just don't understand why would there be any explaining other than that? There's a build a pack and you have a beautiful China and you have this great Rocco figure that we would never thought we would ever get. Maybe a little sloppy to put it with the China. Maybe you wanted to throw. So I don't know, dude, but you know, for me, not a big deal. That's my favorite figure of the set. Here's
1: the China. <laughs> you know what? Um, I know you did that live feed over the weekend. And seeing these in person, the Goldberg actually doesn't look bad. The uh, Edge actually doesn't look bad. The China looks great. It was the Michaels that looked a little off, believe it or not. And I thought it was going to be the reverse. When do I say I like a Goldberg figure?
0: You never do. And when do I say it? And I looked at that. I mean, even the shading on the fucking goddamn face, facial hair was crazy.
1: The China looks fantastic. The Michaels looked off.
0: And the Edge actually looked better in person. So, look, we're going to be constructive with our criticism here. The two worst figures in this set, in my opinion, are the Edge being the last one. It looks like Test. It does. It does look a little better in person, but I just still can't get away from that head sculpt looking like Test. And there's really nothing about that figure that I like. In addition to that, that Shawn Michaels, holy shit, Mattel, reuse, reuse, reuse. You have the wrong body mold on that figure. He's too skinny. His head looks terrible. That's a reuse from the Ringside Collectibles exclusive Shawn Michaels that came out, I don't know, four or five years ago. The way that the glasses are placed on his face look terrible. It's not even the accurate hair from that WrestleMania 9 appearance where I believe he faced Tatanka. It's just a bad figure, man. Even the entrance jacket just looks terrible. The jacket looks
1: terrible. The glasses look like shit and it looks like someone popped the head off and put it on this body of another figure.
0: And dude, I saw, let me give a shout out to this guy. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but he's got a ridiculous collection and he's quiet and he doesn't like post anything other than pictures of his collection, which is like, have you seen this guy on Instagram? Classic superstars. I think he's a New Jersey guy too, dude. I might have. I don't know. Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, he's just, so he's a very, like, he's very quiet. I don't talk to him at all, but even in his posts, not much is said. He'll just repost the pictures of his collection of things. And he's just got one of the biggest hashtag MOC, hashtag MOC for life collections on the planet.
1: You know what's scaring me, though? I'm looking at his page right now, and he has the Michaels figures side by side, the classic and the uh, Shawn Michaels The new one, the WrestleMania 37.
0: And someone commented, Mattel nailed it. Dude, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, the classic superstars figure, I was just going to... I mentioned classic superstars, this guy on Instagram, because he did that post that you just mentioned. And that classic superstars, Michaels, Shawn Michaels, is a thousand times better than the Mattel one. How did Mattel nail this figure? They didn't. They didn't nail it. That figure all around is not good. That's it. The picture's right there in front of you. You're going to tell me that you think that the Mattel is better than the Jax Classic Superstars? God. Joe, am I in another fucking pond? What are people looking at? I really don't know. Wow. I don't know either. It's got a sweet collection, bro. And I love that picture he put up there. I love it because it tells a good story. And that comment even tells a bigger story because people are just, I understand. I understand it's a very subjective matter. I understand people have their opinions. That figure is not better than the Jacks Classic Superstars version. It's not. It's not. No way. You look at him in real life. I'm watching 92. I'm watching fucking Joe. I'm watching 92. I'm going to be moving into fucking 93 next. He don't look like that figure at all. And if you think it looks like fucking Shawn Michaels, you're delusional. (laughs) You know what the fucking problem is, Joe? These people haven't even watched this shit. That's the problem. I know. That's the big problem and they don't go back and watch this shit i'm getting i'm okay i'm getting fired up joe <laughs> you know what it's perfect because we're gonna go we're gonna move on love classic superstars At i think it's at classic superstars on instagram dude guy's got a sick collection guy does it right he's quiet Doesn't even mention much about like what he likes, what he dislikes, just compares figures, lets people comment on shit. Got to give it to the guy. He's again, I think he's a New Jersey, New York guy. I mean, I've seen him in the area, but he's again, one of these kind of guys that I haven't reached out to yet. I'd love to see what he's all about. And that picture thousand words, bro. So let's move on. Let's get into it, baby. Let's get into this week's edition of the Oh My God Figure of the Week. Joe, it's Thanksgiving, and we are doing a Thanksgiving tradition of the Oh my God, figure of the week. Woo. We're taking it back to the retro. We're not going 2020 this week for our listeners. We are taking it back to Jack's Pacific. We just talked about Jack's Pacific. Oh, wow. Hmm. And now we're leading into it again right here. With the Oh My God Figure of the Week Thanksgiving Edition, the Jack Pacific BCA Survivor Series 4-Pack, baby. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I'm holding it in my hand right now.
0: Wow. The
1: nostalgia, man. The nostalgia on this 4-Pack.
0: Joe, I mean, this 4-Pack is just perfect. I remember getting this
1: when I was a kid and cracking this open with these 4, man. Especially that Warrior.
0: I know, man, and I don't want to say this, but I actually never had this four pack when I was a kid, man. No, oh my god, I would play
1: with that warrior all the time, especially the Sean and the Michaels. I love the Gold Dust here. You got the uh, Who Will Survive on the top, the classic pitchers, you know, Michaels and Brett on one side, Gold Dust and the Warrior on the other, the Survivor Series logo. I mean, this box is four pack. Oh, man. It's just, oof, man. Holding this thing in hand is just crazy.
0: I know. And you have that. Oh, my God. I absolutely do it. I love the four pack. And I have it in my collection now. And here was the reason why I never had it when I was a kid. So I was very selective. At this point, I was actually collecting and not playing with things. So I actually had the four pack, the champions edition or whatever, the championship edition, which came with the titles. I think they were the first Jack's Pacific BCA titles ever released with a four pack, which had the British Bulldog in it. Oh yeah. The championship series. The championship series. I think that was actually the first four pack ever released and from the BC era. Now I had that and then I had all the series one and I had all the series two figures. So when I saw this four pack, when I was a kid, I distinctly remember this too. I remember seeing it. And I remember passing on it because I had the fucking three figures. But that warrior. I know. And I never thought that way about that warrior for some reason, because I had the warrior from series one. It sucks. I should have thought differently about it because that fucking warrior is amazing. I know. I know it is. It's a variant. It's the only way you're going to get that warrior ever. This is just a classic set. Old WWF logo on it. You got the Survivor Series logo. And this is like Survivor Series logo from 96-ish. You know what I'm saying? Like that old school Madison Square Garden logo. I was there.
1: You know what the best part about this too is I got it for free at the Toy Con.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember you saying that.
1: That retarded guy next to us. What was his name? Joe. His name was Joe? Do you remember when we were standing outside <laughs> and I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't because he's talked our ear off for, you, you know, he talked our ears off for two days straight. I, re- I know about his... his uh potential marriage, where he lived before that, um, his ex-girlfriend, everything. But anyway, remember we were standing outside and he came walking up to us and I was going to give him a fake phone number. I know. Good and, thing I didn't. I know. Because then he called me or texted me when he's standing next to me. But dude, I was so close to giving him a fake phone number. And I was thinking, I hope he doesn't come up to us. And then when he did, I honestly, I don't know if you noticed, I couldn't stop laughing under my mask.
0: Oh no, I completely noticed everything that was going on too because he asked you for your name and I and I think you were very hesitant and and I was and he's like, "Joe, what?" and I'm like, "Static."
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't want to give him my real name. Yeah, that's right. I didn't want to say my real last name to him. I didn't want to give him my real phone number, man, you know. One time I was at Sports Authority, I remember back in the day, She said, Can I have your phone number for this order? And I was like, uh I was like, what seven five nine one two three four? (laughs) She's like, okay, one, two, three, four.
0: Oh, bro. It's amazing. This is that's good. And then he
1: texted me. I was like, oh, Jesus. I knew he was gonna do it,
0: obviously. That's why you had to give him the right thing. I was like, it's funny when you (laughs) this is great. When he went away. Immediately, I said, I knew what you were thinking, and I'm glad that you didn't do it. <laughs> uh, oh, God.
1: The fake phone number? The fake phone number.
0: No. He's funny. like, here, I'm
1: going to call you real quick. Oh, my gosh. Shit.
0: <laughs> Amazing. But, reg- but
1: anyway, dude, he hooked me up with that four pack. Dude, for free. Who, I mean, I don't even know what I gave him. but I, Did I even give him anything? A board game, I think, or something for it? A fucking beat-up board game? I don't even remember.
0: Joe, I sold that Transformers figure for $200 to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking pieces fall. <laughs> you fucking-
1: I touched it and the fucking cardboard came flying off it.
0: I fucking bought that G.I. Joe box set for fucking 25 bucks. That's a fucking $100, that's a, like $100 set. <laughs> that guy was on crack, bro. <laughs> what made it even worse is he's buying all this shit, not selling anything. He did not give fucking two shits about being there. His fucking, his comic book guy was fucking irate, bro. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, that guy was fucking nuts, but uh, <laughs> his booth was all fucking trash. People were stealing shit from it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> He would come back and shit was
0: missing. Oh my god, you can't make shit of And he's like, Hey,
1: did you see my G.I. Joe classified figure when we were leaving the next day? I was like, nah, man, I didn't see that. Yeah, somebody stole it, I think.
0: Yeah, it was probably the guy that was watching your probably the guy that was watching your table took it, flipped it, and fucking bought the transformer from me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People stealing his shit. Fucking he had this random, he had the Survivor Series 4 pack that I've needed to add it to my collection and got it for free.
0: Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at can't, all. Can't beat that. I got this Survivor Series 4 pack probably about a year ago. And this 4 pack is just, wasn't in the best condition, but it was at a great price. And you know what? I It I was open, but the figures were completely minty. I added it to the collection. This is one that you need to have in your collection. I think for the BCA series, it just, I mean, it, like you said, screams nostalgia. You have that old time kind of, like I said, mid-90s Survivor Series logo on it. This pairing didn't make much sense to me, I don't think, because I don't, other than obviously Shawn Michaels and Bret the Hitman Hart being in a intercontinental feud and then obviously a, a world championship feud eventually. I just don't understand why they paired these guys up all together. They were big names at the time, but just didn't really make any sense to me. Regardless, though, it's a wonderful four pack. And again, just the box, the artwork on it is incredible. Even when you flip it over to the back of the box, you have series two, highlighted here with the -the glow-in-the-dark undertaker which i have as well i fucking love glow-in-the-dark figures i just am obsessed with them um so that's in my collection as well i have all these these two and then they're just bios are super extensive on this four pack and from what i remember the other four packs that were released released didn't have very extensive bios like this so it's really unique to this four pack yeah it is I love the four pack. You know, I like the feel of the box. I like the
1: size, the packaging, the way they're displayed inside. Even that back piece, you know, you get that kind of like crowd to put behind it if you want. I think that's a cool little extra piece in there. But it's all about that warrior, man. It's all about that warrior.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, again, this is a variant release of the Ultimate Warrior in his green trunks. You are not going to get this figure in any other way. Other than getting this box set for 19 dollars I just absolutely love it. I think it's a great set. I think it is an oh my god set, especially for an era of bone crunching action. I mean, again, these figures, not scaled, not super articulated, not highly detailed, but just they hold that special place in your heart. man. I mean, this was a wrestling figure line that we needed at the time really we had nothing for such a long time god it was just now i absolutely love joe you know we discuss ad nauseum about the bendoms the just toys bendums were awesome i especially love the first and second series of that set i mean i think they just scream nostalgia scream. i love all of them oh i know and you have a huge collection of but coming from Hasbro's to Jack's-
1: Well, I have to cut you off for a second. Jack's Survivor Series 4-pack on eBay right now. 9 dollars Free shipping. What? $1,000.
0: Are you fucking smoking crack?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the seller has 100% positive feedback. I'm not going to read
0: the name. $1,000. Oh, God. What do you think about that? I know how much you you like. That. I mean, I want to smoke some crack right now because I think I'm dreaming. The other one's not too bad, but I still think it's overpriced. Two seventy five, dude. You shouldn't be paying more than a hundred dollars for this. I know one fifty maybe, and that's pushing it. A thousand dollars. We can have a whole episode about this as well. The, the the market is just ridiculous. And look, I don't like. I I don't. So I get into conversations with people, sellers, right? And I just. I'm not going to mention names. I got into a conversation about something very specific, something very vintage. It was a box, though, a shipper. And I said, I think I saw this. Do you have it available? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I have a ton of them available. I have this series available. I have that series available. I have this series available. So I'm like, I don't know where to begin with a box. It, Joe, it's a fucking box. There's nothing with it other than the cardboard and the writing on it, okay? And I was like, I'll leave it up to you, bro. And the price I got, it offended me and I didn't respond. And there's no sold listings on eBay for this specific box. There is a listing that has not been sold that is ridiculous that was used to benchmark the subsequent offer But I'm sorry, Joe. I'm not going to fucking do it. What was the the price was outrageous? $150 for a box. (laughs) Dude,
1: some people are like that, man. Some people that I trade with, you know, I've traded with in the past. You know, it's maybe going back a year or two. Even up to now, I'm like, this is valued at this. And I'm trading them all this shit. And they're like, all right, what else? I'm like, bro, we're already at, we're beyond what you're, Trading with what planet are you on? You're getting like all these things for one thing, and one thing is beyond the price of that anyway. But people are just nuts, dude. They're like, no, 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 this isn't. This is worth this. I'm like, no, it's not. But what? What, what are you nuts?
0: I don't know, man. I think a lot of people are dictating the market, and I think a lot of people have a, a a terrible analysis on future the future market value of of items. I just don't think that people are looking at it in the right the right way. I think also people from other industries that see, like for example, that you have a lot of people in the real estate industry that are in this game too, and they're looking at some things as like real estate investments. And I'm like, dude, that is not. You don't get. You don't even get. You're not getting appreciation like you are in real estate. So don't even benchmark it against it. And don't even think it's even this even similar area, because real estate is, is always going to hold value. Wrestling figures are only going to hold as much value as there is demanded of it. And once people of our generation are old, kids are not going to in their 30s. Kids that are growing up now that are in their 30s 30 years from now, or kids or teenagers now that are going to be in their 30s 15 years ago are not going to want this Survivor Series 2-pack or 4-pack, let alone want it for
1: $1,000. It's honest insanity. I think, you know, sometimes too well, I think people post stuff they don't want to sell at a price just to see if somebody buys it because they really don't want to sell it. But they're like, hey, for this price, if someone's crazy enough, I'll sell it. Otherwise, I don't really want to sell this. So let me put it up for this price and see if somebody hits buy it now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think people, there are a lot of people that do that. I agree. I don't know. Why? Why even do it though? If you don't want to sell it, don't fucking sell it. I don't want to sell it. It's not on eBay. (laughs) Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, exactly. Like, I don't want to sell my Survivor Series 4 pack. So it's not uneven. Anyway, so again, like I said, this is the Thanksgiving episode. I don't want to get too much involved into these ridiculous people out there. And don't buy from ridiculous people. It's just don't even buy this stuff for hundreds of dollars. I just don't see the market going. It's not trending upward, guys. It's going to trend downward. Again, it 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 dictates I, I like to actually compare it to Pokemon. Pokemon is a property that forever will be green, man. Like, or, yeah. I mean, it's kids. Kids will always like Pokemon. And if you are a collector of Pokemon, there's new shit that you'll teach your kids and the kids, you know, their kids and they're, you know, like it, there will always be value in it. Wrestling figures, I'm sorry, from 1991 of obscure people that other people have never seen before? There's no value in it, guys. None. I know. That's the truth. Joe, you have two kids. We're just going to say, you have two kids. We're not going to throw the genders out there or anything, right? If you watch wrestling with your kids, right? Even if you go back and watch a couple of matches from 91, 92, a couple of pay-per-views here and there, right? And then eventually they grow up, right? Are they going to want the figures that they saw from one or two matches?
1: No way. They're not even going to remember that probably. <laughs> so there is no long-term
0: value in this stuff, bro.
1: None. No, I. it's going to eventually drop back down. I mean, I, back in the day, even going 10 years ago, I was buying Hasbros for five, 10 bucks. Yes. Downwards. That's how, I was, that's how I was getting them all. Because the loose ones, I was just like, oh, Papa Shango, five bucks. Oh, Skinner, 10 bucks, whatever. Oh, this, that. Oh, Dusty's, 10 bucks, you know? That's how I acquired them all. They were all like ten, five bucks. I was kind of just going down the list, getting them.
0: I remember it was in 20... Oh, I want to say it was like 2010. No, no, no. It was like... It was 2007. 2007 2008 this was a uh, CS time. I remember like I was just buying a shit ton of Hasbro's. Farns carded uh everything. I was I dude, I literally pieced together my collection because I had a lot when I was when I was young, I had a lot that I still have to this day. But I was getting upgrades. I was upgrading some stuff. I was getting foreign cards for like 20 bucks, you know, $15, $35. You know, I may like I may have got like, you know, some some random just I'm trying to think of one that was like, you know, I I, no, I got far a lot of foreign cards, man. We're going for absolutely nothing. I just fucking bought them all up for nothing.
1: I know. I know. Time people. I mean, it all goes hand in hand. You know, these podcasts
0: more. Yeah. The more the more attention you bring to the product, obviously, the more hype you're going to build around a specific product or item. And then obviously, there are going to be more demand for it. But it's going to go away. It's not going to last. We're going to be the one of the ones that last. And I think we're going to provide actually a really, really good perspective, a really good opinion. Really good constructive criticism, a really good framework for where we think wrestling figures should be at, as far as in the current marketplace, and as far as historically where they should be at as well. And if you're listening to this podcast, do not buy this fucking Survivor Series four pack for a thousand dollars or two hundred and fifty dollars. I think you should buy this Survivor Series four pack for less than a hundred dollars, personally. And that's kind of it. That's all I got to say about it. But it's a great four pack. I love it. I love the gold dust here. It comes with the wig. I love the Bret Hart. I love the Shawn Michaels in the blue attire. SummerSlam attire and the Warrior, the green variant is amazing. And those are all the reasons. This is an oh my God. Figure of the week. And Joe, wow, this was a very, very, very long but fun episode, man. I had a blast just shooting the shit, you know, like just going off. And we wanted to get into a main event. We wanted to do a watch along. We wanted to bring in another Survivor Series match. But, man, we just, the time, time was flying and we got Thanksgiving tomorrow.
1: I, I, I didn't eat all day today, so I could... Uh... Load up tomorrow and pass out, you know, traditional stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready.
0: Yeah, same here. And look, I think we're gonna end this very simply. We want to actually end it on a high note. We always bitch, complain, you know, try to give you, give you guys a little bit of a, a perspective, a differing perspective of what we think, just in in life in general. But this is Thanksgiving. You gotta be thankful for a lot of things. And what we're going to do to end this is kind of like what we're thankful for in the wrestling figure world. You know, like, Joe, what are you thankful for this year? I mean, you know, it could be anything, you know, wrestling figure wise, the podcast, whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, I think I'm thankful for all the wrestling figures we got this year. You know, there's so many to name, especially that Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly exclusive. Just throwing that out there. I'm thankful that we uh, started this podcast this year. We got it off the ground. We're at episode 22. Yeah, I'm thankful for those things. Obviously, the obvious things. But as far as the podcast goes, I'm thankful for all these little plastic people that uh, I surround myself with.
0: Yeah, I mean, these wrestling figures, they really bring joy to our lives, you know? And we we are a little bit raw, We are a little bit ultimate. We are a little bit crazy here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. But I think when we sum up what we're really thankful for is we are thankful for the podcast and we're thankful for all you listeners out there that take the time every week to to hit that download button and listen to us. And it means a lot to us, you know, and we are personally, I am thankful for all these wrestling figures. Look, we criticize them because again, as we were discussing before, it's kind of what we do in society today, right? We want to pick and pick apart everything. But in the end, I think you just got to be thankful for everything you're getting. And you got to be thankful and appreciative that these people are doing the hard work to try to make us as happy as possible. You know, like we're MOC. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, right? We're MOC collectors, but there's a lot of loose collectors out. There. So it's this kind of balance, right, Joe? Like, you got to make everybody happy, right? In some way, shape, or form. So they're doing it, but we're not. We're only going to make people happy the way we want to make them happy here, baby. <laughs> I think it's, it makes us a little bit unique. But we have our voice, and we just want to say we hope all of you and your family And your wrestling figures, whether they be in plastic prisons or free to roam every which way corner of your home, have a very, very happy Thanksgiving.
1: Yep. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
0: And tune in again next week. Again, every Saturday, baby, we post these every Saturday. We are a weekly podcast here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. And you know how we like to do it, Joe. You know, out of all those other wrestling figure podcasts out there, whether they be the big boys, the little boys, or just the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, we can say one thing. We are the Gold standard. Wrestling, figure. you